Welcome to Becoming a Realtor with EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast with your host, Tim Whittemore with the Whittemore Group. If you're a new agent or a seasoned agent looking into the opportunities of EXP Realty, look no further. Tim breaks down the things you need to know without all the hype and fluff. So stick around. So if you're a brand new agent or you're thinking about getting your license, one of the first things that I always tell people is to find a brokerage that fits you and also figure out exactly what it is that you want to do. There's plenty of different options out there to be a residential real estate agent or whatever that you're after. So a couple of things to look at. First things first, do I want to try this out completely on my own? Do I want to be what we consider a single agent? Uh, do I want to be on a team? Do I want to be a team agent where I'm surrounded by everybody else, get some good mentorship, some accountability, things like that. So once you can decide between those two things, figure out what brokerage could be good for you. Now, currently my team is with eXp Realty. However, that may not be the best selection for you. We have other ones that we consider big box brokerages. I've been part of one of those uh, before through uh, Realogy. And it is, it is a good environment depending on what you want to do. And when I'm talking about these guys, I'm talking about Coldwell Banker. I'm talking about uh, Better Go Homes and Garden, like uh, Century 21. Those, those would be considered your big box brokerages. Uh, you also have small boutiques that could be in your area, which is just a small broker that's running a team or whatever. They could be offering some different perks as well, which is great because most people, when they join a brokerage, isn't so much about commission split or any of that. It's about feeling. It's, it's really about the environment. Do I feel like I belong here? Now, there's other brokerages as well, such as cloud-based brokerages, such as eXp Realty, um, you, and a couple of other ones. You also have other products like Keller Williams. All these ones are really good depending on what you're looking for. If you're not gonna go to a boutique or go to a specific brokerage where they pretty much handle a lot and there's tons of people to ask questions, I would venture to find either a mentor or join a team so that you can at least learn from them up first. And then if you decide to go off, off on your own, you'll at least have some good momentum going behind there and you'll still be in the business. So those are some things to think about when you first get in. Next thing I wanna talk about is as a brand new agent, you do not have the experience as, a, as an experienced agent. That makes perfect sense, right? <laughs> Just got here, I don't know anything about real estate. That's perfectly fine. The one thing that you have that those other agents don't is time. Time is fantastic so that you can get moving. You can take this time to learn. So get all the information that you can early. Learn about different ways to prospect. Learn about how to convert uh, your listings and your buyers and investors and learn your presentations. Here's the biggest thing is practice. Practice, 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 <laughs> because it's better that you practice on your own or with another agent or just a practice partner than it is when you're doing it for real in front of a real person that's trying to list their house or a real buyer. So big thing here is that your leverage is time at this point. So leverage that time. If you have time to go out and knock on doors, go do it. If you've got time to hold four open houses a week, go to it. I did. Um, these are all things to help you 
be successful and be successful early. So where should you start when it starts to prospect? Most agents, a majority of agents are doing real estate in a place that they either grew up or know a good majority of people in. If that's the case, then you want to start working your SOI or sphere of influence. It's people that you know, right? It's people that already know, like, and trust you. And you could tell them, hey, I just got into real estate. Who do you know that's looking to buy, sell, or invest? Those are great ways to do that. Why? Because most real estate, especially once you get into this, after a few years, you start building your, your momentum. It's really broken down like this. Out of 100%, 60% of your business is probably going to come from your sphere of influence. Based on our normal conversion ratios, it's usually one to seven people out of your sphere that say, I know somebody or I am looking to buy or sell that actually go to closing. Now, the ones that are strangers that don't know, like, or trust you, that's usually one in a hundred. Conservatively, we're looking at probably 120 of those contacts or those leads prior to the conversion. But I believe the uh, actual used number that we see now is like one in a hundred. So obviously your sphere is going to be your easiest way to do that. Now, if you feel like you're bugging them or you just don't want to do it, there are still two other parts that I want you to pay attention to, which are broken up into the other 20 and 20%, which of course make a hundred, right? So that 20% will be your strangers. What can you find? Where can you prospect for strangers? Good things for brand new agents is going to be open houses. Now, if you don't have a listing, you can just ask anybody in your office or ask other agents that are listing agents around your area to see if you can sit an open house for them. Those are great opportunities to get out, meet strangers, get face to face and feel like you're doing something. <laughs> other things are going to be cold calling, cold calling, such as calling for sale by owners expired listings, pre-foreclosures, uh, all these different avenues that you have to go out to procure business. And there's other ways to do this too, by circle prospecting over the phone or by door for your open houses and things of that nature. So 20% of that, and I'm only scratching the surface, but that's what most people do. Now, what's that other 20%? 20% could be any paid lead source. I would not start here first, mainly because you're already dumping tons of money into your licensing, into uh, just all of your marketing materials, all these other things you're dumping money out. You haven't closed the deal yet. And if you have, it probably isn't that big yet. It still hasn't made up. So try these other free avenues that just cost time and not money. However, if you're like, nope, this is the way I'm going to do this. Paid lead sources, what are those like? So I'm sure you've heard about Zillow and Realtor.com. Those are really big ones. Uh, but there's a tons and tons of different resources out there that you can pay for internet leads. Internet lead conversion ratio is about 1 to 100 or 1 to 120 in order to get to one to close. Now, this other 20%, depending on what type, if you're a team member, depending on what type of team that you actually join, may be coming from those as well. Because the good thing about having a team that you work for is that they have the leverage and the money to pay for all these different sources. And that way it gives you a little bit more consistent lead flow in order for you to go ahead and call them. We call these warm leads. 
They're people that have raised their hand and asked for information, and now you're giving them information and trying to convert. Most of these are typically buyers. Uh, however, they're, depending on your team, it could be a seller lead as well. Now, internet leads don't have to cost money. What do I mean by that? So you can go ahead and get on a ton of different uh, social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, all these other ones around there, and then promote the fact that you're in real estate. This is actually kind of working more with your sphere of influence, but we all know that our social media friends may not necessarily be our close face-to-face -face friends. So this is a great way to reach out to them. Now you could go on your website if your brokerage gives you a website or purchase one. Uh, if you're with eXp, they give you this awesome website and CRM called KD Core, uh, where you can create squeeze pages and landing pages and then post them to your social media and then get leads that way. Also, when you're on Facebook, you can pay for Facebook leads and targeting. All the stuff that I'm telling you right now, if you go to another YouTube channel, I guarantee you that they'll be able to, you'll find 20 videos about exactly what I was talking about and 20 different ways to do it. All right, so to wrap this up, there's a couple of more things to help you to be successful. First of all is consistency. It's gonna be, you have to be consistent in your prospecting efforts, all right? Even if you get one under, meaning that you got somebody that said that they were gonna sell or they were gonna buy and you got them under contract, so under. <laughs> uh, you still have to work on your prospecting because as soon as that one closes, you've got nothing in your pipeline. So staying consistent with that. And I've heard this so many times. I've been a real estate coach and mentor for quite some time. And I've hear these people like, oh, I've tried cold calling. I've tried open houses. I've done that. Okay, how long did you do it for? Oh, two weekends. That's not enough. <laughs> That's not even close. You have to do this consistently. As soon as you think that it's not working, you have to do it probably two, three times more than that to actually start seeing results from it. So don't give up on cold calling after your first time. Don't give up on your open houses or door knocking. Stay consistent and it will work. And allot yourself enough time. If you're looking for a number, I tell my agents here on my team, if as long as you want to stay in this business, you should be prospecting one hour, at least Monday through Friday. At least that. Two hours will make you very successful. As long as you're very productive and you don't get distracted too much while you're doing it because real estate is a contact sport. Not that you have to wear any sort of protective pads, but you do have to go ahead and reach out and contact people. Okay, the next one is to, is to stay accountable. If you're on a real estate team, you probably have a coach, mentor, or team lead that is keeping you accountable. If you're part of a small boutique brokerage, it could be the same thing. However, if you go out on your own, there's not a lot of people that are gonna keep you accountable to your goals. You may want to hire a coach, a real estate coach, uh, in order to help you out if you don't want to join either one of those aspects. Uh, that could also help as well. But you need to stay accountable. Find somebody to keep you accountable for your goals. And the last thing I'm going to leave you with is that 87%, 87% of agents that start to get into this business are gone within the first three to five years. In the first year or two, it's like 80 something percent. This is not easy. Don't expect it to be easy. So please do not get, di get discouraged if you've gone three to six months and you're just now closing your first sale. It took me three to six months to close my first sale. 
And by the time that I actually did that, I built up enough momentum. I had a good coach, I was on a good team, and I actually got rookie of the year, my first year in real estate, by closing 32, 33 deals. And a couple came from the team, remember that 20%, but the rest came from me, specifically in open houses. 70% of my business came from that. But make sure not to get discouraged, get out there, get it done. It's gonna take a tremendous amount of effort to get this off the ground. But once you do, you can start cruising and you'll absolutely love this career. That's all we have for today. To learn more about becoming a real estate agent on the Emerald Coast, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure to check him out and subscribe to his YouTube channel, Becoming a Realtor with EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast. And make sure to follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you're thinking about joining EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast of Florida or anywhere in the United States, be sure to give him a call, text, or email because he has the tools to help you get to the next level of your career.